listen. Friendship. Entertainment. What's up all you podcast people out there? Welcome to Cinema 7 and welcome to the Cinema 7 listeners. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for this episode or anyone who's tuning in that doesn't really listen to us. If you're listening to this, I appreciate you. I am Mario B. I am your host of Cinema 7 and today is a uh, solo episode. It's just me talking about uh, mostly the big topic is going to be Sony and Microsoft buying these game studios that they've bought in recently. Uh, I apologize for my voice. Um, I'm going to sound like this the whole podcast, so I apologize. Uh, but if you've been listening to Cinema 7, um, I'll just give you a brief update on us since the uh, top 10 episode. Uh, on us, I mean on me, uh, I guess, because I'm the only one here. Uh, I've been... Uh, Okay, I guess I uh for anybody that knows anything about my um mental health and and things like that over the past few months i I think I'm getting better uh there's still a lot to process and and uh to uh develop and and change grow from I guess is the word that uh, people use uh but change is hard and and um you know, I, I'm still uh, getting over things and, and moving forward and moving on. It's not the easiest thing to do. But uh, I think I told everybody, but I've been doing Blue Apron, uh, cooking my own meals and, and uh, getting that, getting food from them. And, and I've been doing the, the vegetarian options of food. So uh, it's been cool. If you are my friend and you follow me on social media, then you have seen the food I have posted that I have made, and hopefully you think it looks good, because so far I feel like I've done pretty good and I've made some good stuff. Uh, Keeping the sheets so I can make things later down the line when I want to cook. But cooking has been kind of a uh, therapeutic thing for me since doing this Blue Apron. Um, It feels good to do it. Uh, it feels good to cook these recipes and, um, Blue Apron, I think has helped me, uh, step out of my comfort zone. And this isn't an ad for Blue Apron, but, um, if you're looking to cook more and make more meals for yourself, uh, I suggest doing Blue Apron or any of the other things like Blue Apron. Um, I forget what the, uh, the other ones are called right now. It escapes my mind. Uh, but I've been also going to the gym every day, every weekday, I should say. I, mean, I don't go on the weekends, but I've been going every weekday. Uh, I'm the only one at the gym that wears a mask. The only person. Uh, I feel like I should slow my gym 
going intake or uh me just going to the gym um i feel like i should limit it with this whole omicron uh virus and i feel like i should limit it just because i'm the only one wearing a mask uh it, it's kind of crazy how you see all these people in there and it seems like earlier in the week it's it's uh packed and then at the end of the week it's not so packed so maybe i should start going at the end of the week uh, let me see, talking about masks and all that, uh, have you guys seen the crap that uh, Kid Rock has been saying? Um, no? Okay, well, let me fill you in. Uh, this guy is not going to tour or do any concerts if there's a mask mandate or uh, vaccine mandate that's required by certain states or whatever the hell, uh, I, I don't know. But he said some some weird rude thing like that and to be honest uh no one cares about you no one's cared about kid rock for over 20 years okay your last you know one of your last albums you know uh i i forget what the name of it was but i don't know no one cares and and he also has seemed to become very conservative and Look, if you're a conservative and you live by certain morals and and stuff like that, and you don't judge other people, you just, you know, maybe you're conservative because you don't like uh, a lot of taxes or something, but you still are open-minded with, uh, you know, the LGBTQ and, and uh, talking about racism in school, and, you know, you're open to all that stuff. You, you, you go to church, but you, you, you go to church more for yourself i guess your your spiritualism versus i'm gonna use it to hide all of my hate and all that jazz then you know what go go right ahead but this guy uh not only is he against all of these like liberal things lately it seems but this is a guy who started off doing rap hip-hop and he has stolen a lot from you know black culture and, and hip-hop to do his uh, rock music or even his his blues slash country uh, endeavor that he tried to do. And he's going to sit here and try to act like he's uh, this entitled bigot who, you know, oh, the vaccine and mask and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I'm not going to do participate in touring. And, um, you know, he's kind of like a Trumper. And or he was a Trumper, right? I don't know. All I gotta say is, I used to like Kid Rock as a kid. I loved the Balls with the Balls, the Bang to Bang Diggy, or whatever that song is called. I used to love that. And I want to be a cowboy, baby. It was cool when it came out. It's not that cool anymore. Kind of outgrown it. But uh, Kid Rock, for who you've become in the last ten years, fuck you. That's all I gotta say about Kid Rock. Uh, what else I've been up to? I've been cooking blue apron i've been going to the gym uh i've been going to therapy i have a new therapist i think i talked about that uh a bunch of podcasts ago uh i was getting a new therapist maybe i I, that's one of the podcasts i took down uh but i have a new therapist and she's younger she's uh more about self-care and um helping me uh not only get more confidence but uh to develop better uh communication and i'm doing all these things to uh 
you know, make sure that I don't have to apologize for existing because I, I, I used to apologize a lot and, you know, I still do because I'm still learning to uh, respect my own existence. And that's hard when you um, have depression and really high anxiety and, and people have used it against you uh, to make you out to be a piece of shit. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm learning to communicate with, uh, you know, there's an acronym called dear man. Uh, I thought it was funny because, uh, I have a brain of a 12 year old and I was like, dear man, ah, dear man. I instantly thought of a man who was mixed with a deer, uh, but it is an acronym to help you, uh, communicate better and describe and, and express yourself and, and make others more aware of, of, uh, your side of things. So, um, I've been learning about that and I'm sure there's a lot of smart people out there are going to look it up or already know what it is, but you know, we'll see how it helps. And, um, I think she's just more, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten pretty lucky with all the therapists I have, but you know, she seems to be more, um, modern, more, uh, into, things that can help me open up more, uh, make me more open-minded or, or not her make me open, make me more open-minded, but, uh, help me discover those things through, uh, discussing, you know, my, my issues and, and, um, helping me, uh, through the things that I have set goals with her about. So, um, you know, and, and one of the things that I talk about a lot in therapy is my, uh, last relationship and, um, you know, not only, um, seeing, uh, how it's, you know, the, the, there's a lot of things that were, uh, bad for me and, and my mental health and and me getting better but how i could do better from those situations and um not everyone is out to get you and and shit happens so you know it, it's a lot of uh it's a lot of growing up in uh my new therapy uh so communicate what's best for you and you don't need to apologize for existing i said this earlier in the episode but make sure you check out our top 10 episode. Uh, towards the end, I'm going to try to fix it and repost it. Uh, it's hard to hear John, so I'm going to have to turn up your volume on your radio. If you're listening to headphones, you can probably hear him a little bit better. Uh, but um, I hope you either, if you don't go on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, because I haven't been using the Twitter. Um, I don't even have Twitter on my phone anymore. Uh, that's a whole story in itself. But um, uh, definitely check out that episode and listen to all the things we liked throughout the year, uh, TV show wise and, and movie wise from 2021. And, uh, if you have seen it on social media, then you've seen that my, my top five movies and, uh, tick, tick, boom, harder they fall, um, suicide squad, army of the dead. I recommend, uh, harder they fall. It's such a good Western and tick, tick, boom, just hit me in all the right places. Um, Chris Hawk has a new thing on that episode where he's not doing a top 10, he's doing tiers and, 
Um, it's really cool and really unique, and and I like all the things it usually comes up with, even though if it sometimes it doesn't make sense. Um, but speaking of movies, um, there's Blade movie news where uh, the Black Knight, uh, Kit Harrington's going to be in the Blade movie. I don't know how I feel about this because I um, I kind of want Blade to do his own thing. I want Blade to have his own his own movie. I don't think he should have other people in it. Like, I I get that you're developing this MCU. You're still trying to continue this mass universe into this uh, new phase, and without all the other major guys you had when you first set it up. But uh, leave Blade alone. I think Blade. Uh, if the the first three movies explained anything, well, mostly the first two, uh, is that he uh, does really well and develops best on his own. And uh, hopefully, you know, they, they recognize that and they do that in this movie. And this is just rumor because I, I don't know about you, but just because Game of Thrones was successful, I don't need to see all these Game of Thrones people in in my superhero movies or this and that vice versa. And if you look what Sony, I believe that Sony convinced Marvel to do with the Spider-Man movie from no way home is it's setting it up for him to do more of his own. And that is where Spider-Man succeeds just like Batman. Um, let's see what, what else can we talk about? Cause I don't know if you agree or not. I haven't seen Internals. Um, I know he was kind of just teased in that, the Black Knight, uh, Kit Harrington's character. But uh, I don't know. Blade by himself, that's the final, the last thing I'm going to say. Let, let's have, just like, you know, Black Panther and all that, let's, let's, let's have, a, you know, an African-American character, um, especially one that's badass, uh, develop and uh have his own story without involving all these other you know people has anybody been seeing the andrew garfield uh catching things memes uh i have and uh i think they're all awesome uh in no way home andrew garfield catches uh mary jane oops spoilers i'm sure you've seen it all over tiktok and shit and twitter uh because people um you know, can't keep spoilers to themselves anymore. But, um, you know, one, he catches that Lego Death Star from the first Spider-Man. He, uh, I seen him catch, uh, man, who did he catch that recently? That was, I thought was funny. Oh my God. It was so good. Um, I think he catches, oh, Mace Windu. He catches Mace Windu. That was a good one. That was a good meme. Uh, but the Andrew Garfield catching things memes are uh, excellent. Keep them going. I've been watching the Righteous Gemstone season two. If you um, find church going, especially these really big churches, comical and or uh, cultish, then uh, what are they called? Evangelical? Evo? I can't speak today because probably mostly my voice, but normally I can barely speak anyway. Uh, but the, the you know the big like uh, rock church people, the big um, um, like there's one around here called Wave Church. I'm pretty sure that's that's some kind of weird uh, pyramid scheme. 
but uh, you know the the big guy. I think it's Evangelinus. I I can't say it, but you you know what I'm talking about. Like there's there's a couple in Texas of people who just you know get this big church and become this big popular priest and collect the money for themselves and it, it's a big scheme and and they use God and faith as their scheme. But uh, Righteous Gemstone makes fun of it, and the first season is is hysterical. Uh, the second season. I would say kind of, uh, I don't know, it, it opens up the door more for more logical storytelling. Not saying that there's no storytelling in the first season, but uh, it, it's not only funny, but it, it takes such a turn, I feel like, from the first season in a good way. Uh, I, I don't know what else they could do for a, a third season, but um, I, I think this second season is so far is super hilarious. Uh, there's a new episode that came out today, the day I'm recording this, so I'm going to watch it right after I'm done recording this podcast. Now, I was asked, or I asked people to give me topics, and I've been doing that lately when I do podcasts by myself, is uh, people to ask me, uh, or I ask people to give me topics, and you know, a couple months ago, I got a bunch of questions, and it was mostly about reflecting and looking inward. And then another episode was about, you know, my take on relationships and, and, you know, what I think of communication and and all this and how important it is in a relationship. And that was like right after I got out of one. So these questions I got, um, what is my favorite mobile game? I don't really have any favorite mobile games. They kind of, um, I don't know, not that there's not any good ones. I guess I just never found one that that keeps my attention or, or is interesting to me. Um, my ex had a bunch that she played. Uh, I know my friend plays League of Legends, and you know she did too when I was with her. And I don't know if she still does, but the meta in that game is so uh, you know ever changing that I'm sure she she stopped playing. But um, I don't know. Uh, Pokemon Go uh, was is probably my favorite mobile game. I've played that with my my ex a ton. Um, I really cherished those those times when her and I would play Pokemon Go. It was fun. Anytime we played video games together, um, I really um, I I looked forward to those things, and, and uh, they were just really uh, really fun, and and I cherished moments those moments that we got to play games we're gamers and um we played pokemon go together and uh you know um stuff like that and 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 um i i guess pokemon go would be like my only mobile game that i've ever played uh the mario the super mario mobile game was fun i'm trying to think of any other ones i played uh i know there's a fire emblem one i'm a big fire emblem fan but i didn't like the mobile game uh for some reason yeah, other than that, I don't really play mobile games. Uh, I know my friend Joey's going to try to get me into League of Legends. Uh, if you listen to this, Joey, I'll try it, but I don't know how much or how I'll I'll stick with it or whatnot. Um, but you know the other the other topic was uh, you know Microsoft buying um, Activision Blizzard and what that's going to do for the whole gaming. Uh, studio and developers and all those publishers out there. 
Uh, since 2020, Microsoft and Sony have been buying uh, game studios. Uh, I don't know if it's to reestablish more exclusives and, and, and create this console war again. So they're both making more money. I don't know what that says about independent game studios and, and all that. Uh, I know, uh, is it Disco Elysium or I don't know the IGN game that, or the game that IGN gave a 10 out of 10. It's like one of the top 10 best games of all time. I know John and Chris Hawk have played it. They might've talked about it on the podcast last episode. I think it's called Disco Elysium, but, um, I know, I think that's an independent game company if I'm mistaken, but, uh, Microsoft and Sony, you know, buying these game developers, you know, uh, I think Sony just bought Bungie, but which is crazy. That's huge. Sony buying Bungie. Bungie used to be in partners or in a partnership with Microsoft. And now all these years later, they're owned by Bungie or Sony and uh, the rival. Uh, that's a big pickup after Microsoft uh, buying, uh, you know, Activision Blizzard. Uh, I don't know how many games Bungie's has in development. Uh, I mean, right now all they have is Destiny 2, it seems like, unless they do like Marathon Remake or uh, people have been pushing that for a long time. I'll go over some of the, the, the companies that uh, Microsoft and Sony bought so far. This is uh, Microsoft. They've bought in ZeniMax Media, um, Activision Blizzard, Rare, they own Rare, they own 343, Coalition, the guys that make Gears of War, obviously, Ninja Theory, Mo Young, Playground Games, Undead Labs, uh, they made State of Decay, I think that's normal. Um, there's a bunch here that they own. Um, they did buy uh, Bethesda, I think that's who owns uh, ZeniMax, is uh, Bethesda Game Studios. Yeah, I mean, it's it's starting to turn into this war, but it's also, I, I don't know what it's going to do for the smaller companies. I know the big thing in pro wrestling is to, you know, get them uh, unionized. But I, I feel like if you unionize wrestling, it's going to be hard to pay for... Um, it's going to be hard for the lower, like the indies, it's going to be hard for those people that run those shows, those uh, promoters, to pay the wrestlers the amount probably that like a WWE or AEW can pay those guys. So if they unionize, would, if, would WWE just unionize? Like how, how would that work for, uh, you know, all the other wrestlers? And I'm not familiar with how a union works and how they pay their people and all that. But uh, I, I have a feel like that would have such a, a trickle down effect on the Indies. And uh, the Indies are such a, a pinnacle part of these other companies. Um, you'd almost have to like AEW or WWE's doing with NXT and, and their performance centers like AEW would have to do the same thing and uh, impact who knows what happens to them. Uh, you know, Impact Wrestling. But the same with these smaller game developers, you know, with these major people buying up these game companies, uh, Sony and Microsoft, that is, 
you know, what, what's left? You I mean, what's going to happen to Nintendo? I mean, Nintendo makes their, they probably have so much money to last them for like, who knows, 50 years or whatever. But at the same time, uh, if no one's making games for Nintendo, is someone going to, is one of these people going to buy Nintendo out? And what would that look like for Nintendo? Because having a third uh, game company and having these handhelds and things like that, what happens if those Nintendo games just become exclusives, exclusives on something else? You know, like, is it going to fit? I, I mean, Nintendo's already in basically exclusive games, but uh, I, I don't know. It, I just hope it doesn't collapse the whole gaming community in the sense of the developers and the studios because how you, like how, it just makes it harder for people to start from the bottom and especially those who go to college or you know make games at home and and are trying to become their own game developer i feel like not without you know working for a, a major corporation like microsoft or sony and and um making tons of money just like uh kojima i mean he he's made so much money over the years he can ha- run his own game studio and and still be okay for a while um even if they uh don't you know succeed and and have to fold eventually or they're bought out or something i feel like he'll be fine and uh you know that who's to say these other game studios will that you know are are, are still trying to work their way up I feel like gaming in the in the early 2000s was such a uh such a unique thing that uh we'll never see again. And uh you know I feel like all this kind of started you know Disney's obviously the biggest uh thing to uh compare it to but I know in the late 90s and early 2000s you know Time Warner and AOL you know that whole thing and and um I mean, I don't know for how long, but there's only like five or six studios that own all of television and media, really. Uh, so, you know, with Sony or Disney buying all these other things, it's it's kind of um, creating a, uh, I mean, everything's Disney now, right? I mean, how many movies are, you know, published or produced by Disney, the Disney company? It's it's interesting and and we'll see what happens, you know, down the road, but uh hopefully, you know, gaming isn't monopolized by loot crates and battle passes and microtransactions and and um paying $5 to get the skin you want and all that. Like let's go back to the good old days where we can unlock things, where we could unlock skins, where where it's all in the game already like it is now. But you have to unlock it or find it and um, without, you know, making it obvious and make it challenging. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that want instant gratification and it's it's like that, especially with Twitch and, and people streaming games. Instant, you know, they got to buy the game, play it, stream it. You know, it's not like, oh, let's play an old game and stream it. It's like, let's play that new game. Let's play, uh, let's find all the levels let's beat the game let's find everything and then it's online like the next day of where everybody found everything and i don't know there's this is not a challenge anymore it seems like the gaming and it's all going in a multiplayer direction but they're taking away co-op so uh i think story co-op storytelling is the way they should go i don't know 
I'm not an expert. I, you know, I just play games. Um, I, I haven't been playing a lot of games, mostly co-op games. Like, uh, just played Left 4 Dead the other night with the boys. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. Also, I recommend, uh, speaking of uh, me watching, you know, the Righteous Gemstones and all that, uh, I suggest watching the anime on Netflix, The Orbital Children. Uh, it's about these kids who get stuck in a space station uh, and they have to survive. And, um, you know, it's got some anime uh, corpse and uh, corpse. Uh, it's got some anime um, things to it and it's goofy and funny and all that. But uh, overall, I really enjoy it and I think it's good anime. So I recommend it to anyone out there. And Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2 is out, so make sure you guys watch that. Well, that's all I have for today. I've gone over some things and talked about what I wanted to talk about. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Let me know on social media or email us at cinema7 at gmail, cinema7podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can even comment on our videos on Sound or SoundCloud or music on SoundCloud. Or, Oh my God, I can't talk right now. Our tracks on SoundCloud, you can comment on there. So you can talk to us there as well. And um, all of our information is on our website. And, uh, but, you know, we're on Facebook. That's a good way. Uh, you know, I've always tried to create a community with this podcast and it, it hasn't really taken off like I wanted to. And um, so hopefully some of you comment and all that. But uh, if you listen all the way, if you even listen at all, those who did reach it this far, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for st sticking with us if you're a Cinema 7 fan. Uh, and thank you for listening in general. Again, I apologize for my voice. Uh, it's been a tough, tough uh, time for me uh, mentally. And... Um, I've uh, been going through a lot of, uh, you know, dark moments uh, that I've been having to pull myself out of. I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm going to cook myself one of my Blue Apron meals. I'm going to play some games and uh, hopefully, you know, set my budget for this week and, and um, continue to get my stuff uh, right. So you best come correct next time, sucker. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Mario B. This is Cinema 7. Uh, next week, uh, I have a special episode in store for you guys. Um, and then uh, hopefully I can get Chris Hawk and John back for the following week or, you know, somewhere down the line to do an episode with me. Uh, actually, this develop game developer stuff, I want to get John's opinion because he's pretty smart with business and all that. And he know exactly what to say and what to talk about, you know, other than me kind of going over to Cliff Notes. He'll he'll have a good opinion. Uh, tune in. As Chris Hawk always says, thank you for listening with us. Thank you for watching with us. Um, what does he say after that? I don't know. Anyway, be safe, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your week. Love you.